Hi, welcome to the GC Wesley podcast. My name is Morgan and I am on staff with GC Wesley. If you're not familiar with what GC Wesley is, we are a campus ministry on the Georgia College campus. We will be talking about what life looks like living on the college campus. We'll talk about the Bible some and we'll also talk about current events. And we are so glad that you can join us. that whole listening piece and why having conversations like this adds some normality to um, us progressing forward because people have always, from from beginning of time, people have always mm-hmm. been afraid to, to dismantle anything, dismantle what was and what there was. Like even you get to a point where you know or you can speak on um uh, uh, the disadvantages, or you can speak on the prejudice that you do that you do have. Us as human beings, we automatically kick into that point where there's some resistance in trying yeah. to dismantle a certain way that was right. before I even before my thought process got to a point where you know what I know this is wrong. I mm-hmm. acknowledge that it's wrong, yeah. but I'm not going to speak on it, or I'm not going to even push forward with trying to change it mm-hmm. because we're all kind of resistant to dismantling anything yeah <laughs> right and it can it can even also be so so um just run so deep mm-hmm. and like just be such a large system where you're like either yep. scared to even think about what that would look like to start that overwhelm that kicks in <laughs> yeah start that fresh yeah yeah um I feel like, yeah, even, I mean, even I was thinking about, like, on the Super Bowl last night, there was a commercial, uh-huh. and it said, I don't know if you guys saw it, it was about the NFL talking about systemic racism. Mm-hmm. Did you guys see it? Or maybe. But there was oh. this one thing that flashed across the screen that said, um, also, I didn't watch the whole Super Bowl, so I can't act like I'm wow. a, big, yeah. a, big, a big fan. I <laughs> can't believe this. Yes. I don't know. We turned it off. Um, that's some, we turned it off maybe in the third quarter. Um, the Chiefs won. Okay. I did not know that. <laughs> they did not. Okay. They you could have told me that. I wouldn't have believed you. <laughs> I had no idea. Uh, <laughs> I love that response. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they didn't. They actually <laughs> lost. See, I told you. I don't know. Um, okay, but so the NFL put up a put up a statement across the screen like NFL – is donating $250 million to end oh, systemic racism. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I'm like, well, where's that money going? Like, mm. how... In what capacity? Yeah, like, how is this... I mean, that's so much money yeah. and so helpful. And probably if I did some research, I could figure out where that was headed. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. And see, that's how, yeah. that's how conversations like this should be started mm-hmm. at the crux of, okay, you hear that $250 million is going here. Mm-hmm. And that's that was a big issue with the whole Black Lives Matter movement, yeah. too, um, from a black uh, point of view mm-hmm. as well as a white point of view. Okay, people are raising money. People are doing all this. But where is it going to? Right. We, we just want to ask the question. Yeah. We want to know where is it going. Just like you saw right. the 250, yeah. 250 uh, mil last night. You got the, You instantly got the question. Okay, well, where's it going? Where's it going? How are you? How are you guys starting this? How are you guys implementing? I would like to be involved, yeah. but see that opens up conversations, yeah. spaces for conversations mm-hmm. like this. Okay, so I heard he was giving away 
I hope they're giving 250 mm-hmm. mil to systemic to end systemic racism. Right. At what point or what area do you feel like systemic racism exists? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's when you open up the space where right. you say, okay, can you define systemic racism yeah. for me? Right. And anyone can write a check. Right, you know? <laughs> right, exactly. So then you yeah. go back to, okay, now that I know mm-hmm. the, what systemic racism is and what money is going to be allocated towards yeah. it, uh, so how is it happening in the mm-hmm. housing market? Let me research right. a little bit how in that particular, particular uh, uh, dynamic, how are the black people being mm-hmm. a disservice right. or how, how are they being disadvantaged yeah. in that moment? Right. And then that opens up a whole nother kitten caboodle. Right. That's how my, uh, my seventh grade teacher used to say, <laughs> like a can of worms. She said, that opens up a whole nother kitten, kitten caboodle. <laughs> and see, that what brings on that overwhelmness yeah. where people are like, you know what? I saw that before I even asked the question, mm-hmm. where's the 250, 250 mil going? So let me just back out of it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to ask any of that. Yeah. I'm just keep to myself. Mind right. my business. No. Yeah. Right. I'd be interested in your thoughts on this, Nick, but even just thinking, so if the NFL is spending $250 million towards systemic racism, um, uh, there are going to be people who are like, man, that's a waste of money. Mm-hmm. Because they may think, like, in their mind, and I, and I, and I mean this genuinely, like, I don't think the person that's thinking this is necessarily just racist. Mm-hmm. But they may think, I don't see systemic racism, mm-hmm. right? And so they're thinking, this is a waste yeah. of money. Mm-hmm. And matter of fact, they may think that racism is a problem mm-hmm. and that, that money should be put towards it, mm-hmm. right? But they would just simply put the money in a different way, Elsewhere. in a different yeah. place. Um, so... For the person that would say, man, Nick, I'm having a hard time making mm-hmm. sense of systemic racism. Like, I don't see that as a thing. I, I don't see that as the way in which we should approach mm-hmm. fighting and battling against racism. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you, what's your thought there? Mm. To the person that is asking the question? Yeah, because I'll hear that sometimes mm-hmm. is. Man, I don't even I don't even think systemic racism is a, is a thing, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd love to hear your thought on that. Well, I would just couple I would refute back. You know, I said it is it is a thing, <laughs> <laughs> but no, this you 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 state that and you you kind of respond back with just facts, and I would respond back with a lot of just experiences that I grew up with. And some of them were as simple as you can break it down to that person that you're speaking to, say, mm-hmm. hey, I grew up here, you grew up there. Mm-hmm. That's the perfect example of how I was in a disadvantaged point than you were. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, and when it speaks on, on law enforcement, hey, when, you, when you're stopped, you're doing good, you think you've been driving well, you know you've, you've had your license for 17 years, mm-hmm. your thought process is, is just pull over yeah. and we're good. But as a black man, when I see blue lights, thought process just the fact that, and I know I've had my driver's license for mm-hmm. umpteenth years. Yeah, speed why is why is it? But that's neither here nor there. Yeah. But I instantly my thought process to instantly go to, oh man, mm-hmm. I'm black yeah. in this situation. Yeah. Which that automatically there gives you a breakdown of okay, there's some there's some systemic racism issues in this avenue because right. I've seen 
my history tells me that mm-hmm. because I'm black, I'm looked at different right. yeah. at a at a traffic stop. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm black, there's a there's a understood um a underlined theme of okay, there's there may be some deviance within mm-hmm. them yeah. because of other black people that I've come encountered with. Yeah. Or because I'm black, um I don't deserve to or or I can't get a get a loan to live on that side of right. town mm-hmm. because of maybe the underlying uh, uh theme of okay black people not taking care mm-hmm. of certain things or them just not meshing yeah. well whether it's from mm-hmm. a personality standpoint or whatnot. So to that question I was just I was just rebuttal back with just facts, hard facts, yeah. simple mm-hmm. data, um to show them that it does exist. Yeah. Um to show them the disadvantage that we as black people do experience mm-hmm. and just even through just the history the, in the history books that you read mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Just from that point alone. Gotcha. <laughs> right. Gotcha. I think it, there was a one poet that says all all we're asking when it comes to this systemic racism piece is that we be we be treated um it was to the standpoint of all we're asking is to be treated as such that you guys wrote in in the initial in the Constitution. We're just asking. We're not asking for anything different. Mm-hmm. We're not, black people are not mm-hmm. requiring anything. We're just asking to be treated right. as you wrote in the Constitution yeah. as a person mm-hmm. in this country. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So. Right. And like what you said at the beginning, Nick, like your experience mm-hmm. is your experience. Right. And going back to that validation to have someone look at you and say, Systemic racism is not real mm-hmm. when you can tell them that it is, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and and it's in those systems and it's in the banks where there's systemic racism. Like it's mm-hmm. it's in the system itself, and it's not like it can be hard to pinpoint because it's it's in the system. It's, in the it's system. embedded yeah, in there. Yeah, it's right. embedded in the system. <laughs> um, yeah. And so, right, just because your experience is what it was doesn't mean mm-hmm. that someone else's either way is false or true. You know right. what I mean? Like their experiences, your experience. And that's right. where they're listening. And like you said, mm-hmm. that, vali- that yeah. adding exactly. a validation to mm-hmm. the piece that will kind of begin the shift of understanding like, you know mm-hmm. what, because I spoke with Nick and because I heard his, his life experiences or because yeah. I heard his experiences, then I know, I know that area that I passed in town is such and such. I know those mm-hmm. type those those people over there are at a disadvantage than what right. I what I see when I go to my side of town. Yeah. And that brings another level of just awareness where mm-hmm. you meet that person now at a at a heart of kindness, with the heart of kindness. Yeah. No matter what's happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no Absolutely. matter if you see them walking or no matter, no matter if you got on a uniform and you just so happen to pull them over just for for questioning or anything like that. You meet them with that same heart of kindness because I've heard him share his story before, mm-hmm. yeah. and because I heard him share his story and I heard him share his mm-hmm. experiences, yeah. then that gave me a real world look of as simple as this. Mm-hmm. Hey, those people there, these people here, there's a difference. Right, yeah. and <laughs> things are happening outside of your right. own sphere. Right. Where you're like, this is my life, this is the way it is. And you're like, well, there's actually. Yeah. yeah. If you broaden your vision. You Just see. the acknowledgement of it, that's all. <laughs> yeah. 
Right. And I think even as somebody, this is a good opportunity for if anybody that's that's listening to this or even watching it, mm-hmm. um, if if you are still thinking like, yeah, I hear what Nick's saying, but I'm still systemic racism is just something hard for me to imagine or grasp or understand or even believe in. Like, this is a good opportunity to practice just what you're saying, validating mm-hmm. or validating your feelings and your thoughts on the on that topic mm-hmm. and recognizing not just looking to re, have a rebuttal but just like okay i hear what mm-hmm. nick is saying mm-hmm. and uh, even if that individual needs to go and i'm saying it's from a place of i believe in and see systemic racism mm-hmm. but i'm saying it from a place of like i want us to tangibly practice Hearing someone say where where they're struggling, where their hurt is, mm-hmm. and even if we disagree there, to be able to hear them and walk alongside them, right? Yep. Um, same, you do the same practice with with white privilege, right? Mm-hmm. There's obviously people that think that's a thing, and people that don't think that's a thing. Right. And I want to be able to hear for the person that doesn't think, think that's a thing. I want to be able to hear. So tell me, what, what? Why do you think that's not a thing? And and yeah. hear that, and not look to where I have to. Mm-hmm. I want to, right, even in that, even in that feeling and that emotion, that I want to validate where they're coming from, mm-hmm. of like they're yeah. a human being. This is where they are, and where, not to shut them down. Yes, in that moment, and there's learn, also recognizing that there's an opportunity for both of you involved. Absolutely. Yeah. This will not work mm-hmm. if we yeah. each don't recognize mm-hmm. there are places where. We can I grow. Can grow. Mm-hmm. Yes. There are places where we can offer extend grace. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. Where we can grow and extend grace, and be learned. That's what mm-hmm. my grandma used to say. Don't <laughs> learn yourself, <laughs> and be learned. <laughs> she has said about Nick a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nick needs to be learned. He needs to be learned. <laughs> I'm worried about Nick. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. We kind of touched on this, but not specifically. Right. Like, so we talked about, like, these statements of where we feel mm. one way or something. And not, not even saying, like, we as a collective, just your own personal thought believes, um, believes that it's wrong. But, like, what do we say to people or how do we approach people that, like, will... I'm trying to, like, specifically on, like, people that are talking the the all lives matter, the, like, not all police are bad, mm. like, and what you were kind of saying is we approach it with listening ears and, oh. um, mm-hmm. but is there any, like, other extra thoughts that you have or? Just to piggyback yeah. off of what we've already right. um, said, just... Being able to offer that space mm-hmm. or to know that that's a space where coming out of it, mm-hmm. we both can extend grace and yeah. we both can grow from. Yeah. Um, when it comes to the whole aspect of all lives matter, um, mm-hmm. that was that was a big deal a couple months ago. Where it's not just black lives matter. It's still a big, mm-hmm. it's still a big deal. I don't say a couple months ago. It's still yeah. present an issue. It's not so much black lives matter, but all lives matter. Sure. Not saying that all lives doesn't matter. It's just in this specific time, in this 
specific space where there has been opportunity for us to finally feel validated or for people to finally hear our emotions. We want to we want the world to know or we want the people to know that hey, this is why we matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this right. is why we we this is why black people say we have to matter. Yeah. Right. Because I think black people, Black Lives Matter is up under the cuffs of all lives matter anyway, but at mm-hmm. the same time, for this specific purpose, because we're dealing with a, a specific system, mm-hmm. we're acknowledging a specific area where we realize these systems have placed us in a disadvantaged point mm-hmm. of view, we want to say, we want to scream, right. hey, we matter. Mm-hmm. We matter. Mm-hmm. And even on the police side, when it says all police are not mm-hmm. bad, that ties into that listening, that ties into that validation. Like, we know all police aren't bad. Mm-hmm. But at this point, since we're, this is a system of this systemic racism, racism where we feel we've been disadvantaged under the law enforcement umbrella, mm-hmm. we want to say in this moment that, okay, we don't care about all police not being uh, mm-hmm. uh, bad. Yeah. We care about these instances where, yet again, yeah. we're mm-hmm. disadvantaged and we see at, we're disadvantaged at the cusp of a policeman that is quote-unquote bad mm-hmm. or who made a a, 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 a decision in this mm-hmm. moment right. <laughs> that led to the loss of life, yeah. that, proved, that further proved mm-hmm. that, okay, lost his life because when you first stopped him, because I'm black... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know that there may be some deviance yeah. that mm-hmm. that's in them mm-hmm. because of my experience or because of what I've dealt with in yeah. the past or because of what history tells me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all. That's all it is. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't know if that was just a roundabout the way, but I tried to kind of no, put it in I mean, some type of no. You you totally like touched lame. on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You you were clear in the sense of like this is how we right. feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, and it's. It's almost like, pay attention. Like, and if you're not paying attention, what's up? To come join the attention. It's pretty much, knock, knock, knock. Hey, knock, knock, knock. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I think the, again, that heart behind the statement of Mm -hmm. all lives matter is, that's a very true thing. Mm -hmm. And my assumption is for most people, even in in the heart behind saying black lives matter, mm-hmm. there's that underlying belief that all lives matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what's simply being said is because I believe all lives matter, mm-hmm. it seems like right now within those all within all those lives, one area that we're not doing a good job in is in is operating black. is yeah. with black lives in particular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's almost like we're taking this big picture and zooming in. Mm-hmm. Um, Where's Waldo? We're finding Waldo. Yes, we're finding <laughs> Waldo. That's great, great, great word picture. And um, so I think it kind of even goes back to that the whole thought earlier of yes, all lives do matter. Mm-hmm. The conversation that this individual want, is wanting to have right now is about black lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, right. And but we. We want to make that conversation. Yes, mm-hmm. but what about? And it's like, yeah, I hear that. I mm-hmm. hear what you're saying with All Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. And even from that, I want us to be able to trust that heart behind 
that person, right? I can't speak for every person that says all lives matter, that they are this or that, or but, but I, I think, and I'm just choosing to believe that the genuine thought behind that is, is good and right. But I also think it's very equal to, equal in the sense of like the, the heart behind the Black Lives Matter is that, yes, I agree all lives do matter. Mm-hmm. Right now I'm choosing to focus on this area. And yeah. we have to be okay to focus in on those areas, especially if it's an area where I feel like, man, we haven't, we're leaking oil, oil, we're leaking <laughs> water here. <laughs> we need to um, plug this hole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, or this whole ship is going to go down, right? Yeah. And All the lives it. are yeah. going to go down. We need to focus on this one area. Yeah. And um, obviously this has been an area for it's a our country. Hole exactly. That's been, right? It's deeper than we could have ever imagined. It's a big hole. It's a big hole. And that's why people we stray need away boat. from it. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> trying to seal it. <laughs> we say yeah. that. So there, there has been, anyway, yeah, I think that's great. We've, I'm sorry, I was about to just continue to kick that horse. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, so we were saying that we also wanted to talk about, like, fears around police brutality and mm. things that um, things that are true about police brutality. And so, um, I mean, yeah, I feel like I don't even, I don't even honestly know where to begin with that. Well, well I'll just tell, yeah. I'll just speak on or I'll offer a piece or space mm-hmm. of vulnerability in this moment where... Coming from, I'm from Millersville, mm-hmm. Sparta, Millersville area. Growing up, you, you know, last if you caught the last podcast, you know, I the the majority of my life were that area where you where your your learned morals come in and and just your your moral compass is is created. It was through that area of me coming to Millersville and attending a prep mm-hmm. school and and like learning the different dynamics and being able to maneuver amongst cultures and, yeah. and, and know how to flip the switch, so to speak. Um, so I never, 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 never had one bad occurrence um, with police. Mm-hmm. But in that same breath, I can also say that at every occurrence that I have with the police, the thought process that that innately comes to my head is, is just like, uh-oh, fear. But that's yeah. only because of that disadvantage that I didn't. I don't even know that I, mm-hmm. I, I hadn't even known I had because I never mm-hmm. had experience to it till I got older mm-hmm. and started seeing some of my peers, hearing the stories of their interactions, and I'm saying like, well, you know what? Yeah, let me go back in history a little bit. Okay, yeah. of course. Wow, this has been happening long enough, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like we're kind of born into it. Where I guarantee you, I have when my nephews get of age to, of driving and everything. Even if they hadn't been around, if their ears been closed for the last year or so with this whole movement and what's been going on, I guarantee you when they're pulled over, that natural uh, uh, instinct of fear will Mm -hmm. kick in. Because that's what I get. And that's what many of black people get. Given the circumstances where, I don't know if it's just, Learn behavior or what just has served as like osmosis yeah. just without growing or 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 what seeps in just through what we see on TV, but it's there. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. It could be just that that um that already mind frame of 
of kind of being inferior to the white man, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you get to a place where, okay, I'm uh, authority. Look, I'm I'm under authority of this person. I don't even yeah. I just associate the blue lights with authority of a, the white man getting out of the car, and it could be a black officer mm-hmm. getting out of the car, but it's just the thought process that yeah. that kicks in innately, like. Uh oh. What's gonna happen? Yeah. <sighs> do I have my insurance? Do I have my my license? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did I? Then you start thinking. Okay. Did I turn back? And and not saying that white people don't go through that those same processes or they don't go through that whole checklist. But I don't think innately that don't click in. Yeah. No. For a white person, and I can't speak for white people. Yes. Yeah. Never been white. Never. <laughs> uh, but I can speak for my experience yeah. where it's like a checklist. Yeah. When I, at any occurrence, not even outside of driving, if I'm walking or if I'm going to an event, say, for instance, when outside was open up and we're uh, at concerts or Mm -hmm. we're at festivals or something like that, walking past an on-duty officer with a uniform, whether he's black or white, it innately triggers something like, Mm -hmm. do I have a cup in my hand? Did I I step wrong back there? Am I swerving? Am Mm -hmm. Am I stumbling a little bit? Or... Are you doing anything, person that I'm with? Or have you done anything? Like, right. Where does that come yeah. from? Yeah. Right. No, that's, <laughs> that's, I think, man, what what can you say to to yeah. that other than just hearing but you what hear it, saying? But you mm-hmm. hear it yeah. and you understand it and you meet it with that heart that mm-hmm. we spoke on earlier. Yeah. Right. And you meet it with the more you hear these stories mm-hmm. and the more you have these conversations to where when people are bringing that to you, like, I listen, I support you in what you're feeling, man. Mm-hmm. Or I understand exactly where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. And because I understand where you come from, I can't even fathom being in that situation. Mm-hmm. But how can I help? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or where where in my heart do I need to offer myself some grace to 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 understand or to assist you in having your feelings validated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. of course. So. I, I think it does really speak. What I learned from hearing those kind of mm-hmm. like stories and experiences from people, mm-hmm. um, especially, and really what I mean specifically, when I hear those kind of stories from, um, uh, from black people mm-hmm. um, particularly, but also probably people of color in general, mm-hmm. um, is that there is for many reasons, there is a broken relationship mm-hmm. between um, authority authority and, 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 and black people. Mm-hmm. And that has certainly a part of that, a large part of that is the, because of our history of authorities treating mm-hmm. um, uh, people of color poorly. Mm-hmm. Um, also, probably from our history of white people just in general feeling like they are the authority. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and also in many times uh, in our history, because of because of um, racism and slavery and things like that, that white people were always the authority, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know? And um, so that just in and of itself is just this inability uh, or a brokenness and a hurt that has to be, has to be healed and, and, and so even there, it's not even necessarily, that's where it's, it's, it's probably not super effective to just have our, a response be that not all police are bad. 
Mm-hmm. It's more to say, I see that there is a, a broken relationship broken here that yeah. needs to be healed. And mm-hmm. I've really loved police departments that I've seen that have begun to these initiatives. And some of them have had these initiatives going for years and others are just starting it, but of looking to repair that relationship, mm-hmm. intentionally looking to repair that relationship. Mm-hmm. And I've seen many um, men and women, law enforcement, <clears throat> black, white, all colors um, that are are intentionally looking to mend that bridge, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, and like that is what a great approach, mm-hmm. right? Of just recognizing uh, because it, some, uh, something I think about oft, often mm-hmm. in this is like uh, I, I think about black men and women that are police officers because mm-hmm. like they the are like that they go to like they're yeah. in mm-hmm. a lose lose yep. right because it's, it's like, kind of like a Venn diagram exactly it's <laughs> like oh man and then what about this mm-hmm. I don't know how many that is but it's got to be a lot mm-hmm. right and it's like ah, what are they thinking right, right. like where you know, they're with their black friends. They're like, yeah. don't get me started on police. And then they're with their police friends. They're like, don't get me started on black people. And they're like, uh. awesome. <laughs> Who do I get to hang out with? You can't right? escape yeah. the conversation. And it's yeah. so, but in general, I think it's just, man, that relationship is a relationship that we are seeing as a country mm-hmm. that just needs healing. It needs attention. Mm-hmm. It needs, we do need to focus, put some, put focus there as a country yeah. um, that to, to help. Um, people of color to see not all police are bad, mm-hmm. but also to help police officers to see, look, even if you are the best of the best, mm-hmm. there's still a broken relationship here that we need to bring healing to mm-hmm. right. so that people can see clearly. Cause right now we're only seeing through. Mm-hmm. I remember this is a horrible analogy. When I was really little, I snuck into my parents' room. We had HBO, mm-hmm. but it was only like, um, um, it was when you had like, we still have boxes, but it was like this. Anyway, HBO was on channel. This is this dates that HBO was on channel forty-seven. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now HBO is on like sixteen hundred and fifty, yeah. probably. Who knows? <laughs> um, and I remember I snuck into my parents' room, and I cut their box. They're dead asleep, mm-hmm. right? And I turned it to HBO, and I'm watching this. It's like twelve at night, mm-hmm. and I'm watching this scary movie. Yeah, it's I'm probably third grade and I am losing my mind. It's so (laughs) scary. It's about like this blob that like floats in this lake and like all these teenagers go to the lake and they all get killed. And I'm like, (laughs) and I saw that and I couldn't sleep for the next several weeks. Mm -hmm. Right. Of like, oh, man. And then finally, my dad's like, what's going on, bud? And I'm like, I ain't going to. I need you to know that I snuck into your room. Yeah. I watched this scary movie and I haven't been the same since. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I hear your story, Nick, of like you're saying, hey, you never had a bad experience with a cop, Mm -hmm. but you still have that fear. Yeah. And I think because as a country, we are aware of this narrative, Mm -hmm. been aware of it for years. Right. And and we are seeing even if it. Even if. Like whenever someone would say statistically, mm-hmm. like more of this people are being, I, again, I don't know, this is, I'm not a stat guy. Yeah. Right. But like you see it one time. At mm-hmm. each occurrence, it get worse. Each, right. Each it's, event. It's enough happened. to see it once. Exactly. To be like, You've been exposed mm-hmm. to this it. This is a fear for me. Yep. 
right? And it grows that fear. <laughs> and I understand that, right? So my dad had to speak to like, hey, man, you're going to be okay. Yeah. I had to, we had to do some repairing of my mm-hmm. relationship with the television and stuff like that. But <laughs> the same thing, right? And obviously that analogy I'm giving is going to, it's nowhere carries mm-hmm. as much weight or anything. But I think it does speak to the reality of even if that hasn't been someone's experience, mm-hmm. if they've just seen it, mm-hmm. if they've heard about it, mm-hmm. then it can become part of that narrative. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. For more information about GC Wesley, visit georgiacollegewesley.org or follow us on Instagram at GC Wesley.